thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We are so glad you're with us today for Jesus the Healer. We have been having such a good time around the Word. Go back, watch previous episodes. This is, I don't know, about number eight or so in this series. We've been teaching on the fervency of God, being fervent for God, um, being hot for God, our spiritual temperature, making sure that we are hot hot like we're supposed to be. Let's go see what the Word says about it. Revelation chapter 3, this is some of our our foundational scriptures we've been using in this series, but Revelation chapter 3 verse 15. Jesus told John on the Isle of Patmos, he said, I want you to write messages. He gave different messages for different churches that were in existence in that day. And he told John, he said, to the church in Laodicea, I want you to write these words. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. Mm -hmm. So then, because thou art lukewarm Mm -hmm. and not cold and neither cold or hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. So we see this. Um, It is dangerous to be lukewarm. Talking about a spiritual temperature. For our spiritual temperature to be lukewarm. Uh, Jesus was letting us know that cold is better than lukewarm. Because if someone is cold spiritually, they've never heard the gospel. They know nothing about uh, what God um, would really offer them. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're cold. If someone is lukewarm, they had heat applied to them mm-hmm. or they were once hot and cooled down yeah. to lukewarm. Yeah, that's true. So we see this, that to have knowledge of the word, to have known some things of God and then step away, set it aside, treat it as unimportant, mm-hmm. dishonor it, devalue it. It's, not, it's dangerous right. for us to not do that. Yes. And so we want to make sure that we're not okay with a declining spiritual temperature. Yes. 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 We need to make sure that we're hot for God. Yes. And it's not God's responsibility to see to our spiritual temperature, it's us. Right. Yes. Uh, Romans chapter 12 and verse 10, we've been looking at this one as a foundational scripture in this series also. Paul is writing, he says, be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love Mm -hmm. in honor, preferring one another, not slothful in business, but fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Notice this word fervent in spirit. Uh, The definition for the word fervent means to be hot, but then it has another additional definition to boil. Mm -hmm. So it's not just hot, 
it's to be hot to the level or the degree of boiling. And when you, when uh, you're boiling over Mm -hmm. for God, well, let me just say this. If there's a pan of boiling water, don't put your finger in it. You, it, it makes it untouchable. The boiling point makes that substance untouchable. When you're hot for God, it puts you at an untouchable point. Opposition will come, but it, it can't. It cannot stay because it burns it off. You don't have to run it off. You don't have to get rid of it necessarily. It can't can't touch you and stay hot. You're you're hotter than the opposition. This is why Jesus uh, really warns against being lukewarm. Why? Because opposition will be hotter than you and it'll win. If opposition wants, wants your defeat more than you want your victory, I'm talking about walking in your victory. If we're casual toward our victory, the devil's not casual toward our defeat. And victory belongs to us, but the experiencing of that victory is not automatic. We have to take hold of the word and we have to tell the devil, you're not taking what's mine. You're not touching what's mine. You're getting off of what's mine. And you have to be hot about that. Meaning you have to be all in. You You have to mean it from your insides. You have to give no room for, well, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, no, 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 there's no such thing. We work, it's working. It's working. This word is working for me. We cannot have the devil more interested than we are. We have to be hot for the fulfillment of what God has made ours for that to be fulfilled in our life. Amen. So we see in verse 11 again of Romans verse, uh, Romans chapter 12, it says, not slothful in business. Well, no more than we would be slothful in business because we know that that would not play into success. We can't be slothful in our spiritual life either. We have to be fervent in spirit. And then it says serving the Lord. What's that mean? That's how he wants to be served. That we're hot to serve him. We're not... We're not wishing we didn't have to do it. Right. We're, not, we're not struggling against uh, doing what he's wanting us to do. Yeah. So I would say this, if you're struggling with something of, that God's told you to do, um, heat up. Heat up. Address your spiritual temperature because when you're spiritually hot for God, everything molds easily. What what do I mean by that? Well, the Amplified Classic Translation of verse 11 says this, never lag in zeal. Don't let your spiritual temperature drop. Don't get behind spiritually. Never lag in zeal and in earnest endeavor. Be aglow and burning with the Spirit, serving the Lord. Many times people are trying to get healing when it, if they'll just heat up, symptoms will leave. It'll burn them off. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Pay attention to your spiritual temperature because that's an indicator of your spiritual health. Yes. Amen. Amen. So it says, be aglow and burning with the spirit. And we were saying this in previous episodes that when you put a piece of, uh, let's say you put a rod of iron in the fire, you want to reshape it. You want to reform it. Uh, if it's hot enough to reshape it, it'll start glowing. If it's not glowing, it's going to resist any, any kind of reshaping you try to do to it. 
be aglow and burning, be aglow, yes. be so hot for God mm -hmm. that when he tries to shape you, turn you in this direction, bring you into that, yes. that you easily just mold to it instead yes. of kick yes. against it, yes. instead of struggle yes. against yes. it. Yes. Yes. It's in our struggle that we, that, that we have struggles. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we struggle against yeah. what God's directing, yeah. then our life struggles. Yeah. yeah. And so many times people are trying to deal with um, you know, deal with the circumstance, deal with the spiritual temperature, oh. get hotter. And that will address things we're struggling against yes. in this life. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we, we invite you, as I said, go back and watch previous episodes because we were looking at things that will increase your spiritual temperature or things that will decrease your spiritual temperature because it's up to us. Yes. I said it's up to us. In the previous episode, we took a bulk of that episode and we, we looked at what happened with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah. Remember, they were three Hebrews that had been carried off into captivity as young, as young boys. And they were schooled and they were groomed to serve the king, King Nebuchadnezzar. And... In their, in their positions, they were in leadership positions in Babylon. When the, when the king called for there to be a worshiping of false images, they wouldn't bow. Mm -hmm. You know the story. He had them thrown into the fiery furnace. Right. Yes. We, we were talking about this. Uh, their spiritual temperature mattered when they faced fire. Right. Yes. They were thrown into the fiery furnace. Why? Because they had faith in God. And I firmly believe their faith in God because they exercised their full faith in God in the face of that situation. Another faith came called the gift of faith, met their faith. Because the way they stood in the face of a burning fiery furnace and were untroubled, yeah. unmoved, yeah. that's not an ordinary faith. There's a gift of faith operating there, <laughs> right? But the gift of faith is, an, is, a, is a faith that heaven gives that meets a man who is using his faith. When a man is not using his faith, he's not positioned for another faith to be received. But when he's gone to the full extent of the faith that he has and he's using that, another faith will meet that faith. And it's called the gift of faith. And uh, this is how these men stood so certain. You know, uh, Smith Wigglesworth, who was an English preacher, Born in the 1800s, his ministry uh, was on the forefront in the early half of the 1900s. Man of remarkable miracles, um, a man of faith, wonderful healings that took place under his ministry. It's reported that there were over 20-something people, um, recorded uh, people being raised from the dead under his ministry. Ordinary faith won't do that. You have to have the gift of faith in operation. And that gift of faith operated through his ministry in a very predominant way. One of the things he said about the gift of faith, he said, when I've gone as far as my faith will go, when I'm faced with something, and he was talking about ministering to someone who was dead. He said, when I've gone as far as my faith will go, then another faith from heaven comes and it meets my faith and does, and God's power does the work. Mm -hmm. 
this is what I believe we see with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes. They went as far as ordinary faith right. can go. Yeah. Not human faith. This was divine faith that they operated in just because they were God's people. Yeah. There was a, a divine faith, but then uh, it's beyond that ordinary faith that a believer has. Another gift of faith came, yeah. met them. Because for you to look at a burning fiery furnace in your unfaith, I mean, they weren't shivering. They weren't nervous. Yeah. They were bold in the face yes. of the king. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And so we see this, that um, when they were thrown into that fiery furnace, the king said, I see four men loose and they're walking. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the previous episode, I was talking in greater detail about this that the fire could not burn them because they were already burning with a greater fire, a higher fire. The fire of God in them dominated earthly fire, natural fire. It's a higher power, a higher burning. Could I put it that way? This is why Jesus warned that church in Laodicea, you're not hot. You're only lukewarm, meaning this, opposition won't have any trouble overthrowing you. What if Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would have faced this day lukewarm spiritually? The outcome would have been different. They faced it hot, full of God, full of the Word, full of the Spirit. And because they did, all the natural fire did was burn off the, the, the ropes and things that they bound them with. It burned off the limitations. It burned off the hindrances. It burned off what bound them naturally. Many times people are struggling trying to get past addictions, Mm -hmm. trying to get past habits, trying to get past symptoms, trying to get past pain. But I say this, just increase your spiritual fervor. Increase your spiritual temperature. Get full of the Word and full of the Spirit. And the fire of God, the fire of the Holy Ghost in you will burn those things off of you and you won't have to deal with them. The fire will deal with them. The fire in you. Stoke that fire. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So what we see, they were hotter Uh than that furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were hotter. Because they faced this fire with no hesitation. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, when you're on fire, you don't hesitate at what God says. Right. You don't hesitate right. at the yeah. word. Right. So we need, to, we need to take note. Have there been times I've hesitated? Sure. Yes. Yes. Have there been times we could say we have it? Yeah. Yes. What's that mean? It's an indicator. Get hotter. Yes. yes. Amen. Amen. Uh, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into that fire, they were in their element. Oh. Wow. Get that. They were in their element. Why? They were on fire. Spiritually. The fire of God was on the inside of them. They were full of the faith of God. And their spiritual temperature, their spiritual life was burning for God. So when you throw them in fire, they're in their element. That's why uh, Joshua and Caleb said about the giants in um, the land, when they went to spout the land and the unbelieving spies that came back and said, we can't go in. There's giants in the land. You know what, Shadrach, uh, you know what uh, Joshua and Caleb said? They're bred for us. Yeah. Yeah. What's that mean? That's what we're after. Yeah. We're going to eat good, boys. Let's go and get them. Yeah. What are they saying? We're in our element. Yeah. Yeah. We are, when we're facing the enemy, we're not overcome. 
we're in our element. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to see a demonstration. Yes. Amen. Amen. And so when they were on fire, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they were faced with fire, they're in their element. Yes. Yes. You can't hurt fire with fire. Yes. It only stoked them. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Yes. How do we know? What do you mean they were on fire? Well, when you go, when you go into the presence of, when you go into life full of the presence of God, full of the power of God, yeah. full of the word, full of the spirit, yes. God is fire from the lowlands up, from the lowlands down is what the word says about him. You get around fire, you'll burn. You get around the fire of God, you'll burn hot with God. You'll burn hot with the power of God. You'll burn hot with the faith of God. You'll burn hot with the love of God. You'll burn hot the way he is. Why? Because you can't get around fire and be untouched. And the word says God is fire from the low ones up and from the low ones down. Don't have any association with lukewarmness because God doesn't. He's, he's fire from the loins. There's nothing lukewarm about him toward you. He's on, he's fired up about you. I'm saying he, he takes all of his power, all of his ability to be a blessing to you, to me. We should deal with him on the same terms, hot for God, hot serving him. Whatever he commands of our life, it's a joy to do it. It's an honor to do it. It's a privilege to do it. Why? Because he burns hot in our direction for our goodness, for our benefit, for our welfare. Even so, he's, we need to honor him and serve him the same way in hotness for what he's done. Amen. Hallelujah. No wonder Paul says, be aglow and burning with the spirit. Be fervent in spirit because that's only appropriate for to deal with fire. We should be on fire. And I'm talking about our spiritual temperature. Hot for God. How do you know if you're on fire? If you're thrilled. If you're thrilled with the word, excited about the word, thrilled to go to church. It's not a, it's not a drudgery to you. I get to go hear the word of God. I get to sit among God's people. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you this. If you're fervent in spirit, can I tell you this? Um, If you're hot for God, there are certain characteristics that are very prevalent about your life. You're not worried. Yes. Why? Because you know, all I have to do is put this need next to fire. (laughs) Burn that need right out. Amen. Amen. You're not worried. You're not fearful. And not only that, you're worshiping. You're singing a song. Life is a song to you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're, You're living in the joy of God. Because um, that flow, that level of spiritual hotness lifts you. Yes. It lifts you. Yes. And it's a joy to live. Yes. Because circumstances aren't pushing you down. They're getting burned out of your way. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Circumstances will not always offer you joy. No problem. You brought your own. Yes. That's right. That's right. Don't wait that you're joyful before... Um, waiting for circumstances to be joyful before you're joyful. Yeah. That's right. yeah. mm-hmm. 
Don't wait for circumstances to be favorable before you're in peace. Someone who is burning hot for God, their spiritual fervor, their spiritual temperature, their interest, their... I'm talking about from here. I'm not talking about something you've worked up in the flesh to appear to be excited. I'm talking about from the inside. You're stoked by the word stokes you prayer, fellowship with God. You're so being in the fellowship of fellow believers that love the word you love, serve the God you serve. That all adds to that spiritual fire, that spiritual hotness, that fervor in your life, that fervency. And it matters that we serve God fervently. Why? Because other things get out of the way when the fervent one shows up. Amen. Um, as we said, Matthew, look at, look at this, Matthew chapter 11. Let's, we've referred to it, but let's look at it specifically. Matthew chapter 11, verse 12, the Amplified Translation. It reads this, from the days of John the Baptist. Now, this is Jesus speaking. He says, from the days of John the Baptist until the present time, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault. And violent men seize it by force as a precious prize. A share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. What's he talking about? Fire, fervor, fervency. Meaning that the uh, King James says the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence Mm -hmm. and the violent take it by force. By what force? The force of faith. That the kingdom of heaven has made available in your inheritance is everything that God has made available to you, purchased for you, your name on it. And the way you're going to enjoy it and experience it is not earn it, but take it. it. How? With the force of faith. But notice I like the wording that we see here in the Amplified of this verse, that um, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, vi- and then it describes what that assault is. And violent men seize it by force as a precious prize. What's that mean? I want it. Yeah. I want everything yeah. heaven's made mine. It's yeah. precious to me. Yes. It's not something of minimal value. Yeah. It is precious yeah. to us. Yeah. Our inheritance is precious. Our healing is yeah. precious. Yeah. Our serving of God is precious. Yeah. Our worship yes. of God is precious. Yeah. All the flows connected to the believer's life, all the inheritance, the benefits, it's precious to us. We don't treat it as casual. Nothing else in life compares to it. Nothing else. No job. No no property. Thank God God blesses us with these things, but nothing is as precious as what heaven authors for us. So he says, violent men seize it by force as a precious prize, a share in the heavenly kingdom that is sought with most ardent zeal. And intense exertion. He's not talking about a personality. He's talking about someone so full of the word that they lay hand, they lay hold aggressively on what God says, and they're not letting go. Amen. Amen. God prizes a faith that is violent. A faith that says, "I'm not having the wrong thing in my life anymore because I'm taking everything that God made mine." Listen. What belongs to you in Christ will not just 
you won't just float into. It won't just fall on you. You have to, on purpose, stir yourself up and lay hold of it. Why? Not because God's withholding. Not because he's holding it out of reach and trying to entice you with it. Uh, It's because there's opposition. The enemy opposes that kind of life. He opposes you laying hold of the blessings of God. So lay hold of it, take hold of it. And to take hold of what God has reaching past opposition calls for fervency. It calls for you to be interested. It calls for you to be hot for God. Amen. 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 Romans 4, 17 says, faith calls those things Mm -hmm. which be not as though they were. There must be a fervency in calling. Half-hearted calling won't do it. Why? Because there's opposition. The devil is trying to interfere, steal, steal, kill, destroy. Everything God's blessed us with, he's trying to take from us. It takes a calling that will not be casual. Mm -hmm. It has to be a fervent calling. How do we know if we're burning hot? Are we consistent? Are we consistent? Or do we just half-heartedly, periodically, reach for some of these things. No, it's our life. When we're interested, we grab hold every day. Every day. It's a consistency. Amen. Second Timothy chapter one and verse six. Second Timothy chapter one, verse six. Paul writes to Timothy and he says, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee. Now I want to read out the amplified translation. That is why I would remind you to stir up, rekindle the embers of, fan the flame of, and keep burning the gracious gift of God, the inner fire that is in you. So it's up to you how hot you burn. Stir it up. Whenever someone has started maybe in a fireplace or a fire outside a bonfire and they put wood on there and it starts dying down, dying down, what do they do? They'll get something and they'll go stir the embers. What's that do? It kicks it back up. The heat level comes back up. That's what Paul is saying to Timothy as this young preacher. It's up to you to stir up that that's in you. The fire that's in you, the Holy Ghost that's in you. When the, on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost came, it's no coincidence that he appeared as cloven tongues of fire upon each of their heads. Upon each one of them. Just not on the leader, on each one of them. Amen. The Holy Ghost is represented in fire. God wants to be served in fire. Fervency, hot for him. Not the fire of opposition, the fire, the conquering fire. Amen. Fervency must be stirred up. Anytime someone backslid, it was a, it was a spiritual temperature issue. Amen. Their flesh was more stirred than their spirit. Keep your spirit stirred. It'll dominate your flesh. Amen. Well, you don't want to miss next time. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's classic book, The Greatness of God's Power, she teaches how God wants us to know His power that is in our direction. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. This is Pastor Nancy Dufresne inviting you to join us for our annual Ladies' Conference right here in Murrieta, California, October the 3rd through the 5th, 
Tuesday through Thursday. We invite you to go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and get more information. We look forward to seeing you there. God bless you. In this series, How to Keep Your Healing by Nancy Dufresne, learn how to skillfully stand your ground against the enemy's strategies and enjoy your total victory. Order now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.